Welcome to the Yeah Buddy Experience Podcast. If you're looking for a podcast to motivate you and get you on track to overcoming obstacles and challenges, this podcast is definitely for you. Get ready for powerful and inspirational goodness brought to you by your hosts, Mike and Johnny. Yeah, buddy! And we're back again, episode 13 of the Year Buddy Podcast. I'm your main man, Mike. I'm Johnny. I'm Eugene. Hello, the way you can come on again. Yeah, you anything. We've got Eugene on camera once again. We're on the Zoom sessions. We've got Eugene, we've got Johnny, and we're going to catch up and see where we're at, seeing as that we're in this hoping to be last lockdown. So, what's your thoughts, Johnny? What's your thoughts? Boy, what's he said? Um, I'm hearing the 12th of April for shops to be opening up. Um, I just had it here for a second. I'm just glad he closed it down. Um, 12th of April for shops to open. And then we have football, which is the most important thing. So we've had a email from Middlesex um, FA to say yeah. that we've had a, a, fix, a fixture scheduled for the 7th of April. Um, it'll be 7 p.m. kickoff. So looking forward to it. And But everything that they've said so far, uh, it comes with the caveat. I may change. If, yeah, if yeah. everybody follows these rules um and everything else as such so i mean in my work life in my nine to five um working in sales it's been really really tough because we, the tagline in this country is stay home save lives right yeah so there's nobody going to the shops essentially to, to do any shop the shops are closed um but then you've got um certain click and collect if you work talk about the car industry and then you've got takeaways okay um but outside of that what's your customer base and there isn't really a, a real uptake in too much purchasing at the moment because i think people are going to be saving money for a rainy day now more so because you never know what might happen so they're going to be more reluctant to part with their money um and if they do have a surplus of funds that they want to use it might be to have a break or you know well-being like mental health and everything because i think the longer that this goes on playing with everybody's emotions and saying this is what makes what makes me hopeful about this announcement yeah. um school's back on the 8th of march retail open on the 12th of april is that it's quite evident that mental health is becoming a massive factor um in this and the separation of of souls in themselves where like we're a we, we have a group mentality like of course yeah, yeah in order to survive we need to be with people so if we were to get to the 8th of march and they would turn around and say no sorry not, we're not going back to school now and then we get to the 12th of april and it's i'm sorry the shops aren't going to open i'm a little bit fearful of what oh no we're gonna have riots we'll have riots we'll have yeah. we'll have pandemonium we'll have the works going on um yeah. but it's a hope i don't know I, I listened to the announcement today and i was just like the gyms just like you said football for me it was like the gym is going to be open that's life man it's just not just lifting the weights it's actually just a whole i'm in a place where everyone's got a common goal which is to get fitter and stronger at the same time so i'm hoping that this is going to be the last one i hope so <laughs> well at least there's so. like a at least there's like a deadline you know we wish we, we can actually look forward to because like yeah, again with the whole mental health thing um yeah it's 
you know it, it does it does take a toll on 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 everyone really uh yeah but to have a you know to have to set like i think they want it to uh all this to overcome like in in 21st of june or something if that's correct well for, so, for everything to be normal yeah, yeah i think yeah to yeah. to to the fight let's say the final steps i think it's the 21st of june so hopefully by the 21st of june yeah um a lot of things will be opened up and hopefully we have that freedom of doing things as it was before again yeah but it's, um i was gonna say the was it is it L, it's lbc isn't it the radio station yeah, LBC. that's yeah. the one where everyone listens to <laughs> so i saw a clip it a, a clip today um since we started talking about mental health um yeah the chap called in and he was he felt like it was a bit of a catch-22 because he said that listening to lbc um with like-minded people and being fair and honest in what you report and your journalism um makes me more anxious listening to it but then if i watch the but if i watch the mainstream news i'm having panic attacks and it's kind of like are they trying to do this on purpose like what was with all this just fear-mongering and, and death thrown in your face um and there's no regard to mental health or sports exercise a healthy immune system and um eating your greens yeah. and get plenty of water so this guy was saying that um, not only have I lost everything um, work-wise, I work in sales, he said, um, I haven't been paid, haven't had an income for six months. Wow. But he said, I appreciate that's the volatility of the market because I work in sales. Yeah. So um, some months I, I have a bumper pay packet, some months he doesn't get anything. And he's, but now he's saying for six months consecutively, he this hasn't had anything and hmm. can't go and see his friends, can't go to the gym, you know, he, he, he can't have a little bit of retail therapy and just walk up and down the high street and, and buy some bits and bobs. So he's kind of like feeling his escape from his mm. high pressured sales job is also not available to him. Yeah, um, yeah. So he was kind of saying he's got, I think he said he had two or three children um, and he's married, but his wife was just saying, stop, stop everything. Stop watching news. Stop listening to LBC. Just stop. Um, and you'll feel much better. And then I was thinking about that, and I was thinking if you did stop watching the news, which I've done, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I, I briefly scan it all to see whereabouts we are. Um, I know what articles not to open, and and if I need to find out any information, I'll go to the official websites like YouGov, etc. Yeah. Um, I mean, listen, if you don't watch the news <laughs> and you don't talk about stuff. There isn't really anything going on. Of course, there's nothing. No. I'm listening to that. It's very yeah. controversial. Yeah, big time. Because I've done that a few times where I've just not listened to any news, and then I've gone, "Wow, it's like I can go to the gym tomorrow. You know, I can go hang out with my mates." Because you just don't really know what's going on. But I don't know. For me, I listen to LBC every morning. I, I listen from seven in the morning till uh, to what give or take one o'clock, depending if I've got sessions. And obviously the narrative is changing as the day goes on. So the seven to nine, it's very much propaganda news. You know, it's uh, Meghan Markle, the Royal family, and it's to distract you. Then soon after that, you then get a bit more of the, the questions. Where is the money going? Is, is Boris Johnson a really fit prime minister and stuff like that? So for me, it's quite interesting listening to that. 
opposed to even listening to BBC One or ITV because the news on ITV and BBC One is a joke. The mm. information they're giving you is very much, I'm showing you this, but not giving you the whole picture. And it's like that all the time mm. to the point where it makes you feel like there is some sort of conspiracy. I've thrown it in there quickly, <laughs> but there always makes you feel like there is one because you're kind of going, how come I can listen to news on LBC? And they've said completely different to what you're putting forward. And this is what nine, one, six and 9 PM. They have that news going on as like a news broadcast. How is that possible? Do you know what I'm saying? How's that possible? It's not. I'm yeah. sure there is some scaremongering going on. I'm sure there is. Oh, there, there is, but sure. I think you would need that, an element of that, in order to try and keep people home. Of course. So you would overemphasize the fact that it's more serious than it is. If it can, yeah. be, if it can, if it can be more serious, it's a worldwide pandemic. But um, you need to try and drive home the message. But come, with that... It comes the um, the flip side of it because I went for a walk yesterday, right, yeah. with, with the family, mm-hmm. and so this will lead me on to the next thing. Where we went um, was predominantly, um, I'd say, Caucasian. Yeah. Um, and there were ethnic, there were other ethnic groups there. We were there, um, saw some <coughs> Indian families, some some Chinese families, etc. But the vast majority were, were white people. Um, yeah. And all I'm seeing, well, there, there were, and there were so many people there. So you couldn't park anywhere. We had to drive up and down four times to try and find a parking space. Where did you go? Sorry? Where did you go? Uh, Virginia Waters. Yeah, well, I was there uh, last week. Yeah. So you know, yeah, you know Rammed. the scale of the place. Absolutely yeah. Rammed. Absolutely packed. Around. There was Is absolutely it? no one there yeah. policing it. Yeah. Not one, not one person. Is it a yeah. big park bike? Just just asking, like, is it is it it's help? um it's a lake, it's a it's a man-made lake. Oh okay. yeah. it was made in around 1750 um by the uh I'd say the groundkeeper, but there's a there's a bit of a posher name for that. Um or the guardian of uh, Windsor Great Park got commissioned to uh, build a, a lake house and everything else down there um so it's really nice and you've got some i know oh, it's beautiful even the, the water fountain they have there it's beautiful it's yeah, nice okay. so yeah. it will always oh. attract a lot of people on a regular day in normal times but going there yesterday mm. bearing in mind there's no cinemas open there's no football yeah. to go to there's nothing everyone's yeah. going aren't they but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Round. I, was shocked. That, I was shocked how many, yeah. when we pulled up in the car park, I was just like, whoa, I thought we was on lockdown. The car park's yeah. packed. There's queues of people paying for um, the parking. And then you get in, you've got the, is it go eight to the right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then as you go left, it was just rammed. And I was sitting there going, bloody hell, there's so many people here. Because I'm walking the dog and I'm kind of going, yeah. we are not even two meters apart. There's, as you said, there's no one policing it. It's just like, what is going on here? You know, what is going on? It just these, seems like um, there's no yeah, lockdown. These, these beauty hotspots. Yeah, um, flooded with people. You, where else are people going to go? So you would yeah. think that, come on, it's that serious that you would have someone there. Policing it. Policing it. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't mind someone coming up to me and saying, you need to stay two metres apart or you shouldn't be here. Okay, hold my yeah. hands up. But there is no one out there actively safeguarding that. Now... That leads me on to the following thing that's been quite disturbing um, the last couple of weeks that I've, that I've noticed. 
is the reason that I say that there are so many uh, white people there. The vast majority of people there were white, okay? No social distancing, nothing. Okay, I'm not hating on them. It's I'm mixed race, you know, you know how it goes. I'm just saying the, the narrative of the media is portraying ethnic and ethnic yeah. groups as now being accountable for not having a high take in taking the vaccinations. Yeah, so I was having a discussion with someone and I was saying, you know what happens on the back end of this? If we get taken out of lockdown yeah. and yeah. the case numbers start to go up again, who are they going to look at? Who are oh, they going to Yeah, they're blaming everyone. Yeah. Because they're already laying the foundations for it. And I just think it's such a worrying time. And a lot of people need to wake up to the fact that maybe watching the mainstream news isn't the right thing to do. And you should (laughs) find some ulterior and uh, other avenues to try and get your news sources from. Um, But they're trying to shut people down from really telling you what's happening and and in reality what's going on. So don't just create a news, a segment or an advert where you've paid some black, Asian... Um, other minority groups a lot of money to say you should go and get vaccinated because that celebrity that's saying it has been paid a monetary value to say it yeah you know um but it's weird you say that because i was listening to so once again lbc i probably should get like a membership card or like something just to say i'm plugging it all the time but i was listening to the news and they had a phone in and i think it was um the guy in the morning at seven maybe nick ferrari and he was saying, how do we get more ethnics to, to um, take the vaccine? So he left it out to the callers. Each caller was calling in and you had people coming up with scenarios of, oh, if I saw a, a celebrity or a, um, an influencer saying they got the vaccine, I'm going to get it too. And I'm sitting there going, that's where they got the narrative from. To then have the adverts of celebrities saying, I'm going to get the vaccine, let's go forward. Because as you said, if you actually did research into it, You'd sit down and think we are fairly healthy people getting a vaccine for something that's probably not going to do us any harm. How crazy is that? Do you know, that doesn't make much sense. I was just trying to look at it. So is it the right? So I was saying it, it goes hand in hand. So if you're going to report and get these people to say, take it, show me the statistics that prove that we are not, yeah, yeah, that we are, we aren't, because what the reason I, I keep referring to Virginia Water is because there were so many white people there. Mm-hmm. I, I guarantee you that there are a number of them um, that don't want to take the vaccine either mm-hmm. for their own for their own personal choice. But they're not. Well, being they're, not they're not on the list to get not higher oh. up on the list to get the vaccine because a lot of the people I saw were they were middle age. I'd class middle age as what forty. No. <laughs> well, I'm for, I'm forty this year. I love when you got it just been started. I sit there going, help me, help me. Oh, okay. wait, I wanted to be I'll 50. Say, 50, 50. <laughs> so I say most of the age below below 50, yeah? Because there were some people who were 17, 16, 18, whatever. Mm. Um so for me, I think they're just not as high on the list of getting the vaccine anyway. Look from the, the stats they're putting through on the news you've got majority of Caucasian people getting the vaccine and sending messages of I'm excited to get the vaccine I can't wait <laughs> you know I've never heard of anyone in my life Kurt. I'm excited to get some stuff plugged into my system that I don't actually know what it is and right. what effects I'm having five years that's madness you know I've never heard <laughs> of that in my life but I think that's the state of 
the, the people's mentality at present because of all the scaremongering, people just want to get out. You know, I've never heard as many intelligent people pushing the narrative, I can't wait to get to the pub. So I've, I've, I've found this, which supports, which supports me for saying, um, why, are, why are ethnic groups averse to taking the vaccination? And yeah. why should we now be publicly shamed and pressured into taking something mm. if we don't necessarily want to take it? Because if there's any other group of people that don't want to take it, they're not going to be hounded or have the fingers yeah. pointed at them if they don't take it. So it goes under the radar. But I mean, this is just one example to share. So I don't know if you've ever heard of, um, where are we? The Tuskegee study. Tuskegee, it sounds familiar. Jog my memory, help me. Okay, so in 1932, the Public Health Service working with the Tuskegee Institute began a study to record the natural history of syphilis in the hopes of justifying treatment programs for blacks. Yep. It was called the Tuskegee study of untreated syphilis in the Negro male. Okay, so, they went around. Dated, the, yeah, they went around all of the communities in America, um, um, largely population of, of black people. Um, yeah, they said, yeah. "We're going to give you free health service. Um, take this. Yeah, this yeah. will protect you from X, Y, and Z." When in actuality, they were injecting them with syphilis. Yeah, I heard about it. Mm. Right now, that's a fact. You, you can go on the. You can look it up. Um, I'm currently reading this on the Center for Diseases and Control and Prevention on the CDC website. It's a fact, okay? Now, we can talk about AIDS, we can talk about yeah. Ebola, anything else. There's always been an essence of man-made manipulation or intervention with these viruses, and an awful lot of them get conducted and tested and carried out in Africa. Yeah, of course. Mm -hmm. And in the Western world, it's just unheard of. People don't know about it. It's out of sight, out of mind. So why would you concern yourself with it? Um, but within the black community, we talk about these, these things. But even, be even before the pandemic, um, yeah. we might be aware of it or heard about it. Um, so when you, you're now being targeted to say there's, there's not enough uptake for the vaccination, I wonder why. Yeah, no, no, you're right, you're right, 100%. Because mm. they were saying it on the news, and, and what they always do as well is they, they bring out uh, the token black who then has the story of why we should be taking it. But no, you're 100% right. As, as look, growing up, I was always being told about certain stuff in order to be wary of certain things. I think <laughs> it's one of the things where, because we don't really know what to believe, and most of the information mm. is controlled, and you have to go searching for the information, you're always going to be in this situation where. The vaccine could be perfectly fine, but because of the history and all the stuff that's happened, and now we are, because of the internet, learning way more about our history, you sit down and kind of go, wait, my walls are so high that you need to give me some serious information that's going to change my thought process. Because if not, it's just not going to work. And that's what's happening now. The, the British, no disrespect, we might say this, and British people may listen, I love the British, hey, but they have done so many bad things to... <laughs> black people asian people to the point where we're only at the tip of understanding of the things that they've done now you're saying we've got a vaccine that we're going to give to people automatically you're kind of going i don't want that shit in my body that's just how it is you know so it's a strange one for me i don't know i, I had to tell someone off in the group i'm in a group of 
I think it's 45 black males. I think I'm the youngest one in the group. So you've got guys ranging from 70 and 50, and they are pushing these videos, yeah? Videos of people talking about there's chips in the vaccine, there's these chemicals that's going to change your genetic makeup and stuff like that. But then the issue I have with that is a lot of the people that are telling me this, no disrespect to the people, but they have no qualifications in the fields that they're discussing. They have no history in the fields that they're discussing, but you're trying to come across as an expert with no understanding of what you're actually telling me, you know? Give me your sources, give me some proof, I will be with you, but don't give me your narrative. That's like me just seeing online and going, Yes, it, it's, it's got this in it, this serotonin um, equivalent equilibrium thing, which made up, and this is going to do something to you. It's not strong enough. Do you know what I'm saying? It's not strong enough. Give me the juice. Give me the proper juice, the proper information to back it up. The, um, the WhatsApp groups. So, yeah. again, I've got a peer group, which is similar. So yeah. I've, I've mentioned it before. So um, we have all of that stuff pumped in there as well. Now... 100%. Um, I'm one of the people pumping it in. But, <laughs> but, I knew it in your eyes, man. See yeah, it. but I don't offer out any information unless I've checked it myself. Yeah, so yeah, okay. what I try and do for my friends is if they put a story into the group, uh, an article, I'll quickly go and fact check that, find out, da, 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 and you, quite quickly, evidently, you'll see that your friend hasn't and they've just forwarded it on. Yeah. So I'll say, okay, you say that um, the vaccine, for instance, let's just use that, mm. um, has got microchips in it. Yeah. I'm telling you, it hasn't, okay? And yeah. here's the article which breaks it down, or um, 5G is going to do X, Y, and Z. Okay, well, here's the article of, of what it is, how it's going to be used. I'm not saying it's 100% safe, but it isn't what you think it is. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, or the, these are the statistics, numbers-wise, for the amount of people that have died within a period of time. Though they're not, here are the true statistics from YouGov or the CDC. And then the more that you do that to people, the more they'll take time to go and learn themselves. So they'll go and try and find... It. Again, it's just the overriding rule. We go back to it. Don't listen to the mainstream media. Go and research it yourself and try and just find out yourself. Just as curiosity, like where do they get this information from, though? Do you ever ask your like your mates, like yeah, it's, where, it's where word of get, mouth. Is it word of it's mouth? Word. Okay, and that's what I'm saying. So you you get a what you get a a, a WhatsApp, WhatsApp message, WhatsApp yeah. message, and you you forward it on. And that's I've it. been guilty of it myself, where I've sent stuff to my brother, and he's just he sent back what the hell? It, what's this? <laughs> like, what is it? It doesn't make any sense. And then I'm like, you're right. <laughs> and then I'll rein myself in, but you find yeah. yourself getting caught up in the moment. Mm. Um, well, that's why I don't I don't send any stuff like that. For me, I watch the video, I take it in, I listen to the information. I don't do as much as yourself in terms of doing the full research. I do some research, but some of it, especially the video I watched just recently, it was two black women, my mum's <laughs> age, 55, 56. They were talking about uh, microchips and then also. Um, to do with the hotels so that the people they're putting in hotels are predominantly black people is what she's saying it's a it's a virus that they're trying to now isolate black people and I was like okay cool no sweat I'm still listening what you've just said there is probably nonsense because all the images I've seen are not black people but that's fine 
And then they talked about um, the countries that were on the watch list. And they were struggling to pronounce the names of the countries. And I'm sitting there going, if you're struggling to pronounce the names of the countries, how can I really take what you're saying as gospel? I can't, you know? You need to at least rehearse what you're saying before you record and press play and then send to others, you know? Just for me, it just made no sense. I was just like, how can these people be trying to convince me that you know more about this virus when you have no qualifications in any of this field? You know what it all sounds like? It sounds like remember like the whole Brexit kind of debate. It's like whether you know smoke Brexit and mirrors, man. Smoke yeah. And mirrors. yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. And yeah. I say smoke and mirrors because an awful lot of the debates of, of top um, topics of debate that we have um, yeah. with our peers and everything else, in the wider sense, how how often do you hear the word misinformation and fake news? Now Conspiracy theory, like I've said previously, was coined by the CIA. Now, for every story that we've got that is fantastical and absurd, that's created by Joe Blogs that just is against everything, there is an article that is created by the powers that be and circulated to create that division and create. I hear on the news, I hear on the radio, woke. And they use woke as, as a bad term. And I'm sitting there going, Break down yeah. the definition of woke for me. So woke, woke is dangerous because when you speak to people generally, you say, yes. wake up, man. Mm. Like, even if you're playing football or you're in the gym, how many yep. reps is it? I've told you. Switch on. I've told you how many reps is it? Wake up. Come on. We do it. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's a common terminology that's used. And what you'll see is that there's an awful lot of... So, for example, the... If you, are, if you ask an MP a question, now I use Matt Hancock as an example. He was on Daybreak the other day. I, I don't watch it, I, but I saw the clip. Now, they asked him, in January, you said you were booking a holiday to Cornwall. Yep. And for the summer. And he said, yes, it's still booked, and I'm looking forward to going. Um, and then they said to him, but your colleagues have been saying not to book holidays for the summer. There aren't going to be any holidays in summer. So which is it? Do we book or do we not book? And yep. he said, it's both. And then they said, what? It, what? Pardon? And then he moved on. And I was just kind of thinking, all right, so so this is how they use double talk, okay? Of course. Um, they, they use the language to create spells and create um, confusion. That's, that's what it yeah. is. And they loosely... It's like dangling a carrot in front of your face. You've got to try and keep up with them to find out what they, to try and have any understanding of what they're talking about. So the reason I say that is because woke started off, I would a few years back, as people that were identifying uh, wrongdoings, mistreatment. Of course, yeah. I've woken up to, to what's going on. Yeah. yeah. But now that's kind of been flipped where they're saying yeah. that people that are woke are crazy, conspiracy yeah. theorists almost. Mm. Um, and they're all attacking each other and, and dividing each other. So uh, another example would be the, the lady, uh, Gina Carrero, um, the Mandalorian, if anybody's watching. Oh, that. yeah, 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 yeah. She got... Uh, she got dropped, yeah? She got, yeah, she she's, got yeah, dropped she's for like, some, something she said on Twitter or something like that, right? Yeah, so she's yeah. a Republican, I, th- I believe. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> but, uh, see? Um, but then <laughs> she said... Uh, she wasn't anti-Semitic in her, in her 
what she said directly. But then again, I mean, I'm only partly Jewish, um, so I can't really speak on it. But she said um, Nazi Germany was kind of like uh, the, the build up to the elections whereby they were making you hate Re Republicans or they were making you hate Democrats for whatever reason. And they were having neighbours at each other's throats. And yep. she basically said that this is what governments do. They get you all fighting amongst yourselves. So you hate a particular group of people. And then when they carry out um, atrocities or some bad mindedness against said group of people, mm -hmm. the rest of you turn a blind eye yep. because you've been trained to dislike them yourself. Yeah, of course. Yeah. That's what she said. And she was fired from Disney for wow. being for being anti-Semitic. So, you know, there's that there's that freedom of speech. But the people, the reason that it's got that far is because of the cancel culture and the yep. whole woke agenda. But they've they've taken it so far that they're starting to eat away at each other, and they're now fighting each other to the sense that it makes no sense. Yeah, um, yeah. and it's now just it's now just a word that's a, a bit of a silly word I, oh, I, it's, thrown, I, out. it's yeah. thrown out woke's thrown out left right center woke uh blm's thrown out all the time uh taking knees thrown out and all the meanings that originally they were put forward for have all been used as you said as a, as a counter argument to make people look stupid and 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 yeah imbecile like in their approach to towards things it, it's i don't know I'm, I'm at that point where i'm a bit i think the one is a podcast we did where i was like I'm, I'm scared as fuck you know we're all fucked type thing now i'm just kind of like i'm over it i'm, I'm completely over it no, i've had enough <laughs> yeah that's a quick enough. five weeks <laughs> it's, it's a turnaround but I'm, i've had enough i'm at that point where i'm just like i need to get to canada or somewhere like that get myself a nice house get some land have some cows and be like a black farmer and just live man so, um, to um get to canada yeah to get God. to canada you've got to take the vaccine well i'm actually booked in next week to do what to go to canada to do what? yeah you sound like my dad <laughs> <To> do what, <laughs> do, what? do what do what get the vaccine all right cool yeah i'm booked in for next week so oh, i've jumped a few are you one or two? Um, which one? AstraZeneca or the other one? I think it's the AstraZeneca one. So is that two? Two lots? Um, yes, yeah, two. Yeah, two, two dosages. Okay. So well, I joined with you because um, I do hospital radio. Like I'm a good person. So I do volunteer yeah, no, work. No, no. Um, but yeah, so I've joined with you. But my dad, that's when you said do what? I was just like, you sound like my dad. My dad was like, no chance, mate. No chance. Well, just, um, Eugene, just make a mental note. We'll wait till we book the next uh, podcast just in case it's just the two of us all right mate <laughs> well, well, well you they need could to be like only you because yeah. I'm, getting, I'm actually getting the vaccine tomorrow so. oh my god so it's just me <laughs> Probably, yeah. how come yeah, how are you how are you able to get it mate they uh well because like i still live with my parents they actually called my dad to like book in a um an appointment so i picked up the phone and they said yeah Dad is, uh, dad, can you, I mean, they, they called to say, yeah, just book an appointment for my dad. And then they asked if, we, if I wanted one. So I'm like, well, okay, sure. Yeah. Okay, so why not? You were, you were called and you were given the opportunity. You've made a yeah. decision, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah, my, yeah. Your line of work yeah. and your own personal uh, feelings as well. You're having it, which is good. Your decision. 
Yeah, that was my decision. So yeah. I was asked. I was asked last month. I was asked, would I be interested last month? And I, I declined. And then my grandmother got it. Uh, she got it, what last week, and I was just like, get to go home. <laughs> so I was like, if I can tick the box, I'll get it done, and we'll, we'll go from there. Ideally, if I hold my hands up, I wouldn't get it because I'm, I'm a healthy dude. I don't need to be taking anything into my system that I've not regulated myself. But I'm going to bite the bullet. You're going to bite mm. the bullet, but. What the thing that I appreciate here is that it's both of your choices to do that. Yeah, what I don't want to hear, and what I'm uncomfortable with seeing is what we spoke about earlier, where people are now being shamed into taking it, and they might not want to take it. But the only reason that they're going to get it is because they feel pressure. Well, they're going to have to though, because I think they're going to pass a law where where they're not going to pass a law on that. But what's going to happen is employers are going to say, if you've not had the vaccine, your job's not happening. You ain't going to work. And I can see that being pushed through. They're pushing no. it through as a little chat at the moment, but that'll be the next step where they say it's going to be added to your contract where you will have to be um, right. in queue to get it done. Or if not looking to get it done, then you won't have a job to go to. So if the pharmaceutical agencies that have created these vaccines, are, yep. um, they can't be prosecuted. They can't be held accountable in any way for any adverse effects. Yep. How would they then write that into a contract of employment? That's a great question. They will probably find a loophole because people are not going to be looking into the contracts. So then the more people that refuse, yeah. I would say that there's a, there's reasoning to believe that they want people to refuse because then yeah. that will give them the ability to introduce a universal basic income, um, which is kind of like the direction that I believe they want to go. You think um, so? Personally, I do. I do, honestly. Um, and that's, there's, there's no conspiracy to this because there's, there's plenty of uh, people that have done studies and research that would agree that universal basic income moving forward is probably the, the best way to go. Um, well, I think why would it be the best way to go? It provides a safety net. Um, everybody's secure. Everybody's reliant on the government, which is something else that I think that they would ideally like to happen. Um, I overthink things a lot, maybe, but okay, maybe so. the, patterns, the patterns that you see, um, it doesn't sit right with me that, that there's been so much separation and no regard to mental health, suicides, everything else. Um, it doesn't sit right with me that they haven't told us to eat healthy. It doesn't sit right with me that they tell us to restrict our air intake, um, our CO2 intake, and we, we breathe in more carbon dioxide and the germs that are just literally coming up from that we're trying to dispel out of our body, we're breathing back in. Um, they've asked that school children, I think, so this is going to be uh, talked about in Parliament, um, the necessity for school children to wear a mask, I think, over the age of 16, um, yeah. okay. 13, uh, all day, every day at school. So Even now outside? Inside. Inside, okay. In the, in the classroom to wear them like they're some sort of... Uh, muzzle. Uh, muzzle. Yeah, muzzle. Yeah, muzzle. Yeah, muzzles, yeah. yeah. Um, it's all that sort of stuff. So choice is one thing, which I'm fine with. Yeah. But then it's everything else that comes around it. So no, no, of if, course, of if course. They said, here's the vaccine. You have the option to go and get it. We don't. I'm fine with that. Or yeah. here's the vaccine. Black people aren't taking it. Yeah. They're the problem. That's that's what's uncomfortable with me. Yeah. Which which no, I, I fully get, that and I, I agree with you because a lot of the narratives that I've been listening to, I, I've not 
happy with that, where it's been pushed out. It's black people don't want to take it. They're they're a fault for spreading the virus. They're all doing all dodgy stuff, and I don't like that. However, I'm still lost on how do we get out of the situation if we decide to not take the vaccine? What's going to happen? And especially if they tell you that you can't go to work, what's going to happen? It's going to change year on year. Um, I wouldn't put it past this time next year saying you need to get a top up because of X, yeah. Y, and Z, or there's well, a mutation really which is forward anyway. Yeah, there's a mutation which is completely different. Yeah, um, we need to create a new one. Yeah, clinical trials are usually between five and ten years. Uh, all yeah. of a sudden, they're between six and twelve months. Um, the FDA hadn't approved any of them. Some of these, yeah, um, but. They, they've approved a, a rollout, a fast-track rollout of a um, unproven vaccine, yeah. which is the proof that, that they have, approval that they have. Um, I, I'm not against taking it. I'm against taking something that's been rushed through. So, yeah, yeah so if, if this was a normal year and there was a, high, a higher rate of deaths from the flu and they were saying, look, guys, the flu's really taking a lot of people out are you safe and secure? I'll be like, oh, you know what? I might get the vaccine because it's been around for a long time. I know it gets um, changed and upgraded year on year, but they're working with the tools that they've got. Um, it is what it is. I'm glad you two are getting it because it means that, <laughs> it means that we can hug. So, but actually saying that, you can still get it. So there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we we probably could. But yeah. we'll, we'll get it. We'll be fine. It, it goes two ways. We get it, we start twitching, and then boom. I well, said, man. So no, I don't mean like that. that. I mean, you can still get the coronavirus. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, of course you can. But you get the coronavirus now, would have it for a period of time. You'd be sick and you'll be fine. You'll recover, you know? So I, I don't know. For me, as I said, I, I'm at, as we'll probably go into this where we have a little separate segments, but I'm over it. I think that's my, my title for this this pod. I'm over because it. I'm you, over because you're getting the vaccine. That's why. You don't no, I'm, just, I'm just full stop. This last lockdown has probably been the worst out of all the lockdowns for me. It's just been one where I've had way too much time to think and I'm not good with thinking. So if I, I'm left to my own devices of just thinking, I think of past stuff, you know, stuff that's gone wrong or stuff I could have done better. And it just eats at me, eats at me to the point where I've not slept properly in what, I think it's like three weeks now insomnia i've got some sleeping tablets from one of my clients mixing oh, that with alcohol so yeah dude no these are what, what are they called i think she showed me she showed me the, the tablet packaging and i didn't even catch the name of it it was one of those ones where oh this is what i've got and i was like oh yeah cool whatever and in two seconds she goes oh i'll put some in a bag and i've been taking them for a few nights and i've had some vivid dreams to say the least but um I'm, yeah, I just, I'm not sleeping. I'm just not sleeping. So at the moment, I'm really suffering in terms of insomnia side of things and just the mental fatigue of just being yeah. stuck in, you, you know? Because I'm, sure I'm not always out. Huh? Isn't there some kind of anxiety that you have that kind of stops you from sleeping? Because that, I mean, that's... Well, it's bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I had serious, serious mental health issues, depression and all sorts, man. So mm. I think it's probably all added in together. And because now we are very restricted, I'm very much of a, um, a networking individual. I'm out, I'm about, I'm talking to people. And because we are not doing that, mm. I find I'm very much, you're on your own, you know? And this stuff, Zooming is cool, but it's just, I miss the interaction. I yeah. miss actually hanging out with people and stuff. And it's just, uh, 
Yeah, it's not a great time in the moment. Not great. Let's, let, let's carry on with you then, mate. I mean, what have okay. you been up at the minute? <laughs> what, what have you been up to? Because I know you were doing, you were training. Um, you've mentioned a few times that you've had to watch your diet. Has that been a yeah, goal? Yeah, so, so I was, um, just before Christmas, I had a competition. So I was in training for uh, FMC, which is the fitness model uh, competition. I think it's competition. It should be competition. Um, and that was a competition that I was penciled in for last minute. So originally I was supposed to compete in October. The show got cancelled. I was supposed to compete the next month. The show got cancelled. And it was very much of just keep pushing on whatever physique you bring. At least you got to the stage. Ended up going for the competition. Physique was not bad. It wasn't amazing. Tick the box. And then after that, we went into another lockdown. So it's just all my plans of getting ready for another show for, for the run-up to, to the new year. So April would have been the next show, 16 weeks of, of prep, just went tits up. So I was kind of going, what do I do from here? Work is, is cool. I've got steady clients, but I just felt like there was a, a missing piece. You know, we're now back in lockdown, man. I'm, I'm planning with Eugene another film. So I'm excited, I'm, I'm ready. And now we are restricted to back Zoom again. I can't do recce's to, to, to see sites. I can't do um, proper interviews for certain things. And it's just, yeah, it's not great, to be honest. But on a plus side, we're working on another film. I'm hoping it's going to be good. Eugene is one of the best DOPs I know. Shout out to Eugene. Don't, 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 don't feed the ego, please. It's just, just like... Blowing the smoke. It's just too but, much, right? Yeah, other than that, that's about it, man. Like, I want to compete this year. But it all depends on when the gym's going to open. There's a few competitions in July, Middleton, and there's another one in September and October. But it just depends on if the gyms will open in enough time to get the sessions in. So the, the, I don't gym, really know. The gyms weren't open building up towards Christmas, no? Uh, no, they weren't. But I had a hookup. So I had a buddy um, who sorted me out of a gym. So I was doing some sessions in a gym, some sessions outside. But it just got to a point where because I was panicking so much about the competition and I want to bring the best physique I could bring in, I was even thinking of jumping on some stuff. And oh. I was that close, that close. And I was just like, because you get like that, you get panicky. You get panicky. And because you're on hardly any calories, your emotional state and your mind state is just so varied some days you're like buzzing some days you're really low some days you look at yourself and look like i'm like shit and i was at a point where i mean i spoke to the guy at the gym and i just said look what do you have and he said oh i've got some stuff i'm not going to name the stuff shout out whatever but he said i've got some stuff if you jump on it now it will get you dialed in in time and i'm sitting there going thinking about it thinking about it to a point where i gave the man some money so i was like take my money get me some stuff got me stuff i mean i sat in the car i got the stuff there jars of stuff and I'm sitting there looking in the jars going am I going to cross the line am I going to cross the line I didn't take it in the end but it was just it was that close it was that close to the point of taking stuff which goes against everything that I've always said for years because of the state of mind I was in because of mental health and, and round circle yeah so how so, was the um the whole food the, the food preparation and everything else like that do you are you still going to supermarkets you've been getting deliveries no, 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 I'm a supermarket, supermarket mad. So now it was fine. I, I've been meal prepping for the past, what, two and a half years. So yeah. I'm, I'm probably one of those weird people where I don't really know what to do other than meal prep, you know? If you were to tell me don't meal prep, I don't really know what to do. My meals are always prepped 
Sunday, Wednesday, and that's just how it is. It's like a, a ritual that happens all the time. So the, mm. the, the food shops are fine. It's just more of the training because you can get to the gym. You can't actually lift as heavy as you need to do to put your your, your muscles under enough stimuli to actually get growth. So it was just, it was just, yeah, it was tough, man. I think that experience, that last five months has probably been one of the hardest experiences that I've had in a couple of years. And because I have mental health issues, and I'm sure a few of us may do as well, I'd hope so. I'm not the only crazy person here on this call. Um, it's flared up a lot more recently to the point where I've doubted myself on everything. Stuff that I've done before multiple times, you just doubt yourself, doubt yourself, doubt yourself to the point where you kind of get to a point where you don't even want to do things. Yeah. And it's, it's a constant kind of a, a battle each day, which, yeah, I'm winning, obviously, okay? But it's just a back and forth at the moment, back and forth. And it's not oh, great. It yeah, is it tough. is tough. It is tough. Because the first lockdown, no, second lockdown, done, third lockdown, everything was good. Like, I was working shitloads. I was PTing shitloads. Um, we were training for a competition. Uh, I also had the film stuff we were doing. Things were great, you know. I, the lockdown experiences, the first one and the second one, I've had a wicked time. This one has just been horrendous, man, absolutely horrendous. I had an issue with the company I was working for, which I'm not going to name, where they tried to swindle me so bad to the point where you're kind of going, I don't understand how people can operate like that and don't get slapped. But you don't give people a slap because you'll end up in prison and I don't really want to jail time. But it was to the point where you're kind of looking at people going, that's disgusting. You can't be like that, you know, and not get any sort of retaliation or something to happen, like me to pop your tires or something like that. Because what you're doing here is not, it's not cool. And I went through that around Christmas and I was just like, this is just not good, man. It's not good. Mm-hmm. And then now we're into the new year, hoping that things can get better. But it's just time will tell. Time will tell and we'll see where we go from there. Time will tell, mate. But yeah, to move to both of you. So mm-hmm. um, what was the title of the film that you did? The short about the dating? Uh, it's Casual. So Casual, what's the, what's the feedback? If you had any feedback, what's the overriding view of that, guys? Because, I mean, it was well put together. I watched it, watched it with my brother. Um, there were a couple like, there were a couple of moments where he said what you know this do you know this guy and i was like yeah and, and he said well and i said look they put a film together i said if you meet any director yeah they're making a film this isn't real life it's a film of course it's not so, jesus christ and and yeah i know and and i said to him i said um if you're if you're one of those people that hangs around on these apps yeah yeah that's this real. This is a reality. Of course, it is, man. Yeah. So, did you tell me, guys, what, what's the feedback been? What's the? How have you found it? You want to go huge? What, what in terms of what the whole of the, the, film. the whole so experience? You, yeah, the whole experience. How you found uh, it? Because um, from your fr- from people that you might not have necessarily thought you'd get a comment from that have said something about it, or uh, to be honest, like uh, wait, I didn't really like. Yeah, yeah. Overall, I th- well, to be honest, I didn't really like share around, so I didn't like get anyone's opinion of it just yet. So yeah, I'm just like dead on that, to be honest. But but the whole experience was just like, just like wicked, man. Like you know, you know, like being on the film set and stuff like that. It's just you get to meet like, lo- meet meet new people that you know have different experience to you. Uh, yeah. So just meeting like a, f- a few new people, like. And just to network, it was just, it was just, it was just wicked, yeah. Are you going to bring any of those people back for your next project? 
Or is it, is it something completely different? No, no. For, um, I, I think yeah, I think usually I'll bring a few. I'll bring a few. <laughs> I think Eugene didn't share with anyone because his main man Mike was wearing a wig and a fucking dress. That's why. But um, <laughs> but no, the feedback's been wicked, man. The feedback's actually been really, really good. Like I've heard loads of people say that for a first attempt was was good. The story, yes, the story is a bit outlandish, but as I said to Eugene, that actually happened. You know, in terms of. The story actually happened when I was in Brighton, what? where I was the guy. <laughs> you got that killed not, by a guy. No. Well, not killed, but the original no, story was yeah, yeah. I ended up speaking to someone on some funny fucking website, and then I was supposed to go meet them, but I didn't go meet them. I actually called my friend, and we had a conversation. Similar to the two guys, we sat down, had a conversation in front of a screen about a, an email, but we didn't end up going in the end. So that actually did happen to a degree. Yeah. But the feedback we got was was good, man, for, for the film. As I said, I, I, I gave myself and, and Eugene a pat on the back because it was put together via uh, auditions on Zoom and then also somehow pulling out a hotel, uh, equipment, a team of people to go to two locations to film during a lockdown, that's not bad, you know? No issues, we had no issues on both film days. Everything worked the way it was supposed to work. So, I don't know, for me, it just lays the foundation for the next project, which is what we're working on now, yeah. and then projects thereafter. So, so for me, it was good, it was good. It was, it was all around good. I'm just a bit annoyed that we are in a lockdown and that we couldn't show it at potential festivals and other stuff like that, but, hey, you learn from these things and, and the next one will be better and the film after that will be better. So it was good. And we hope to have Johnny on board um, rather than me having to dress up in a wig and a, hey, a skirt. Hey, listen, not doing it. Oh, Come man. on, man. <laughs> I, had, what the funny is, I showed the film to my grandmother and my grandmother was just like, wait a second, is that you? And I was like, yes. And she says, you need to come out the house. <laughs> hey, do you know like, what? Do you know what? God. When I was watching it as well, um the 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 ladies from the debate channel on youtube yeah, yeah for for the opinions that you had at the time to then not even a year later and then dress the way you were for, for <laughs> an art piece for an art piece but for them to see that i think they'd be a little bit bit shocked <laughs> I know. You know what's funny? We were supposed to, I'll tell you a story of that. So there was supposed to be a guy who was going to do that role. The guy was like, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to do it. I'll, I'll look for a dress and all the other stuff. And I was like, oh, wicked, whatever. And then two seconds later, the guy started messaging me at 10 p.m. And the messages were just a bit questionable. And they were questionable to around the lines of wanting to do stuff. And I'm sitting there going, I think this brother might have got the wrong end of the stick here. We're making a film. We're not on that type of stuff. And that's why I had to fill in last minute. But when you go <laughs> down those roads with stories like the story we have there, you then realize you, you end up speaking with people who have some, yeah, some crazy thought processes on certain things. Is this, mm -hmm. um, is, the, is the film for you to personally as a project or is this something that you want to share widely? Can we tell people where they can see it or is it just, is it you hold it to your chest? No, 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 of course, of course. It's on it's on my YouTube um, channel. So it's on the, I think it's the Year Buddy Experience, which is similar to the Year Buddy podcast, but it's the Year Buddy Experience and you can watch it there. So far we've had, they're on, I think 70, 70 something views so far. Mm -hmm. 
Um, so if people want to tune in, watch it, leave your comments. If you want to say Mike is a theory dressed in a wig, that's fine with me. Like, <laughs> I don't need a power back, I'm, I'm right. Um, sure. But it'd be good. For, for me, I said, I said to Eugene, look, for me, when we started the first one, it was very much of, <laughs> let's make as many films as possible mm. with the notion of building a catalogue for myself, for him, <laughs> to then see if you can grow and, and develop something, you know? Yeah. Uh, then, just um, asking, are you, oh, are you still going to, put it into like festivals and stuff um, i did so originally yeah. I, put, I put it at four i think it's four festivals so, and then yeah. each of those festivals sent me an email saying that they've been cancelled so oh, i don't know okay, what yeah, happened yeah. with that no, so for 2021 at least because potentially we could are... do but by then yeah. i would like to have another film where we could have protect kind of worked on what we had there in terms of the film techniques you've used and the story yeah. and we've made a better film that we can put forward that's why right, let's, let's 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 put two let's put both the films into 2021 festivals man because cool. i yeah, think cool. that's the like best way to get out there eugene mate, what's um what what's the synopsis for the new film can you share that with us or is is that close can we share it no yeah oh right no it's um it's, it's written by mike and um yeah it's about I don't want to give I don't want to like give give away but it's like it's like uh get out you know the the movie by is it yep. Jordan Peele yeah it's like yep. get out meet with uh I'm trying to think of a second movie what what it's also like yeah it was like get uh, out with it's like get out yeah yeah with a bit of a Texas chainsaw massacre yeah. and, and vacancy have you seen vacancy Johnny I haven't seen vacancy no so it's um, Owen Wilson's younger brother. I think he's a younger brother. He, yeah. him, Kate Beckinsale. They go to a hotel in the middle of nowhere, and then some crazy shit happens. So it's it's a mixture of that, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and Get Out, mixed into one in a short film. Possible. No. Huh? Sounds like Hostel. Uh, well, yeah, it could be it could be similar similar to Hostel. Hostel was actually a really good concept. I like that. Um, yeah, fairly similar, but it's a short film. Mm. So the aim is to try and make it as situation as make it as scary as possible, mm. and have as many moments where you jump at the camera. That's the aim. So okay. we'll see. Locations are dope, though. We're going we're going all the way to Devon. Yeah. That, right. Can I say that? Yeah. 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 No, you can do Devon. Devon's cool. So I stayed in Devon. When did I stay there? I stayed. I mean, in maybe September time, I stayed at a, a cottage in the middle of nowhere. And I was just like, wow, this could be quite cool to like do a short horror film in this cottage. I spoke to the lady who owns it. She said, look, she's fine to allow us to film there. So we've got the location sorted. We just need actors. We need um, a crew as well. So if anyone's listening who's an actor, who wants to be an actor, wink to Johnny there. Um, we... <laughs> I am, I am. <laughs> well we need we need a lead we need a lead we need a, a female and then we need a number of females who all look fairly fairly similar okay cool um so you, you mate yeah. so i know that you've had a bout of uh coronavirus yourself yeah how yeah. how did you cope with it all mate you are you in the clear now um i'm in I the mean, clear work and everything else how's it affected you man well well well, right now, because well, I, I work in retail, uh, for that, I'm like on the furlough. So being furloughed is like kind of a, it's actually a bit of a savior because 
you know, it's giving you uh, some income coming in. So that's a blessing. Uh, and, and yeah, having, having the coronavirus, man, dude, it's just like, oh, it's just, it's just something else, you know, like uh, the way I can like say how, 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 I, how I experienced it. It's just like, yeah, it's just something else. It's a cold, it's a, it's like, a bad hmm? flu, achy body. Aching bodies, yeah, bad through sore throat, yeah, the whole lot. Um, but when it just hit you, it just it just hit you, man, and you just like, oh, it's like the first, well, when I thought I got the the symptoms, I I didn't know what was going on. Like, of course, I had like a breakout in my house. I, I was like, kind of, um, I was kind of saying, no, nah, I I couldn't have it. I couldn't have it. But as as you progress and the symptoms get worse, you're just like, yep. Yeah, Okay, I do have it. So then, then I got tested. Uh, yeah, came positive, and then yeah, just for like at least four days. Yeah, it was kind of like it was kind of torture, just having like body aches, the the whole lot, runny nose, sore throat. Yeah, uh, headaches, headaches. Yeah, the headaches was the worst. So, uh, what but, have you um, have you heard anything about returning to work? Is the is a furlough scheme being? Because I think um, uh, not too sure about uh, the furlough scheme. Hmm? I heard that they might be extending it until July. Really? Yeah, that's what I've heard as well. Yeah, I don't know if it's like you know how they did the whole um, Rishi, sixty percent thing, like they reduced the percentage of like the full wages or something like that. I don't know if they're going to do 80%. that. I thought it was eighty percent, not sixty. It's eight. It's eighty percent now, but before the third lockdown or the second lockdown. There's so many lockdowns, I've lost it. Uh, yeah. yeah, before before that, I know they had they reduced it from eighty percent to sixty percent, and some went to forty percent or something like that. But right now, it's like they went back to the the whole eighty percent. But I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I don't know for sure uh, what's going to happen with that. Uh, ho hopefully, it goes into to July. Is that confirmed though? The July? No, no, no. It's, it, it's rumors, but whenever you hear the uh, rumor, it usually turns yeah. to turn out to be. I think I don't know if they're leaking it themselves or how it yeah. works, but you know, it's trying to soften yeah, yeah, the blow. Yeah. No, that's cool. Know. But I mean, well, I heard like you know from the from the announcement for today is from April twelfth. We can probably go back. So yeah, just sort of looking forward to that. You know. Just getting back to that, getting back to that kind of normalcy, I, I, I guess. With yeah. um, with yourself uh, and the hobbies that you want to become mm. your main source of income, it's actually been all right for you. Yeah, it's I mean, all right. If, I mean, if, if you're with that... comfortable with yeah, if you're comfortable with receiving eighty percent, mm -hmm. it's allowed you more of an opportunity and time to actually yeah. focus on your passion and be yeah. able to get your stuff done and put down on mm, paper. Correct. Yeah, I mean, like yeah. during this during this last lockdown, I just thought to myself, you know what? It, I'm still getting paid, and might as well just like uh, doing your do your own things, like like work with Mike, do my own thing on on the YouTube and social media stuff. So yeah, it's kind of like a lesson in in a way. But, yeah. yeah. So you you would you would be open for universal basic income, right? What What do you mean <laughs> by that? Like. <laughs> uh, mm, I know from the stuff that you're saying about it, I'm like, oh, um, is it is it really like a way for the government to control us? I don't know, but don't having know. having, <laughs> okay, you don't know, okay, <laughs> yeah, but I'm just, I'm a I'm a minion, mate. I'm just uh, that's it. 
I'm, I'm subject to the same laws and rules and regulations as everybody else. It's just uh, fair enough. Fair enough. Interest, interesting times, man. But no, yeah, I'm looking yeah. forward to I'm looking forward to um the next film from both of you guys because I think it's cool. seeing. It's, I've spoken to so many people throughout this um trying to like reconnect with people. Oh, what have you been up to? Do you want to go for a walk and stuff? And it's just yeah. having that time to reflect and and drilling it home. Look, if you're not happy with what you're doing, man, change. Say, yeah. Do something yeah. else. Change. I mean, I'm in that boat myself. You know, but it's it's taken. If there's a silver lining to anything, it might be that it's a, it's shown a lot of people and it's afforded people a lot more time to be able to reevaluate where they are, yeah. um, change direction, have a quick pivot, mm -hmm. um, and we get caught up in the rat race, and it's just kind of like we've all just been steaming on, motoring on, trying to make the best we can, and now we're, all of a sudden everything came to a grinding halt. And we're, we're seeing different um, revenues of income and, and, and all sorts. I mean, I, the amount of Instagram pages I've seen where people are selling stuff now. <laughs> Everyone's um, selling stuff. Everyone's they sell everything. Right. Yeah. yeah, everything. I'm just like lost on everyone is selling stuff. But for me, I, I give them major props. I give them major respect. And as you said, it's the same as we are for years, just rushing forward going... I'm doing this job, doing this job, doing this job, doing this job. And now we have the time to sit down and look back and say, hey, that job, man, I don't want to work there anymore. And it happens. But then the next question I have to you, Johnny, what would you do instead? Or what's the plan? You've had this time off. You've had, what, three lockdowns, four lockdowns now. What's the plan? Where are you going? I'm going everywhere, really. It's no. the... No. I mean, I listen, I listen to... The main things that I'm into, I'd have to go to university for a very long period of time in order yeah. to get anything. I mean, geology or um, anything to do with ancient history, you know, being a lecturer at university, it's never going to happen. OK, but ideally, I'd like to speak to people all day, every day about that sort of stuff. Um, but the, the bef even before all of the lockdown and for many years, I've wanted to be an actor. So that's kind of what I'm gearing up to, towards. Now, during this whole um, lockdown, I've done a number of um, online, getting used to these online auditions, um, which is actually quite normal in itself, because if you're, an, if you're an actor in the UK and you're auditioning for something in America or another country, they might inter uh, um, invite you to an online Zoom reading or, or anything else anyway. So it's something that you shouldn't be scared of. Um, I've brought a couple of my guys, my friends um, along. They've signed up to all of the agencies and everything else, and they're being quite successful. And again, it's just from a conversation of, Johnny, you're getting into it. How do I do it? And then yeah. trying to get that little group of people around you where you're all like-minded and you can all help each other out and leverage mm -hmm. off of each other. So, but I mean, I've had, um, I'd say during the um, period of lockdown, I've had three uh, online auditions. Haven't got any of them. Um, not too fast because it's all practice um, and it's do and I enjoy it. I enjoy meeting the people and everything else. Um, one of the ones that I'm quite disappointed is a YouTube um, channel. They're trying to get, they're doing a round of funding at the moment to try and get uh, signed up to be able to, it's a, it's called Black Sands Entertainment on YouTube. Okay. And I'm telling you now, if you go and have a look at it, anybody that's listening, Black Sands. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's all about ancient history. 
Um, and they've also done an ancient, um, I think they've done an ancient Mayan uh, comic as well, but it's like a live action comic sort of thing. Not live action, it's, it's comic book, storytelling, animation, um, all about ancient history. But I auditioned for a couple of roles in that. Um, an, an old Sumerian priest and um, some kind of uh, Sumerian warrior as well. But the actual learning uh, the ins and outs of voice recording and the whole setup um, and the feedback that I got from the creators of the, the project was immense. And then that kind of has kind of nudged me across to wanting to do more voice work now. Yeah. Um, so whether it be um, the guy on the London Underground that does the <laughs> now approaching Houston, et cetera, or yeah. the, the the voice of the cinema, you know, when they do all of the the adverts for the, the, the films, um, the previews, um, yeah. to cartoons. I really enjoy it. I, play, I enjoy playing around with my voice um, and doing the different characters and everything else. I don't, um, I was, um, I don't know if you've seen Twist. It was uh, released recently on Sky. Uh, uh, Oliver Twist, modern day version, yeah? Yeah, modern day version. Mm. With, Reese uh, Moore is in that, Michael Caine. Michael Caine, yeah. yeah, and yeah. me, I'm in it. Yeah, um, I didn't see it on the screen, bro. Yeah, no, I was going to say, but this is the, these are the disappointments <laughs> we learn as you go along the way. So me and my family yeah. have been waiting for it to come out for months and months and months. Yeah. Um, my scene's been cut completely. Wow. The second part <laughs> that I was in, I'm literally in it for a fleeting minute. I know it's me. Um, you know, <laughs> I'm sure my friends, hey. is it a back shot of you just walking in the distance? What is yeah, it? It's literally just the side of my face, boom, gone. Oh but, man, you know, I was, I'm not, I, it wasn't a role in it, I was only ever an extra in it anyway. But the, yeah. the main part that we filmed the days that I was there, I wasn't, I was mm. in it. We filmed it six or seven times. I was thinking to myself, yep, this is going to be great for the show reel. Yeah. Um, get it on there, but there you go, it got released. Um, I gave it a quick briefing view before the family sat down to watch it and I said don't worry we don't need to watch it but it <laughs> rough rough with the smooth but I can still use it as a credit because I was yeah, in it yeah, and, yeah. And, yeah, and, and you can see me in there so um, I've got another couple of auditions coming up, uh, one's for an advert um, and then the other one quite interestingly is for um, it's like a it's a competition uh, website whereby you pay I think hundred pound to enter into this competition, and mm. people put their houses on the market. Okay. So it, let's say it's four hundred thousand pounds for a house. Um, everybody pays a hundred pounds, so it's gonna it's a lot of people. Um, if they get to the value of the house, whoever's name is pulled out of the hat wins the house. Okay, right? that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty cool. Um, if the total valuation of the house isn't met, then they win the money. And the owner of the house gets to keep the house. And then obviously they can wow. do what they want, put it back on the market or whatever. So I'm auditioning to be a presenter for that. Okay. Um, so right. the, act, the acting side of it has always been a passion for me. Um, if you've listened to any of our earlier podcasts um, and my upbringing and everything else, I feel <laughs> like it kind of comes naturally to me mm. from certain situations that I've had to put myself in. Um, and I found myself to enjoy it. So even if uh, if nothing comes of it and it's a hobby, um, like I can't play football forever, so yeah. I'll do th I'll do this on the side, you know. And and if anything comes from it, because there's as many professional footballers that there are out there, there are millions of people that didn't make it. Um, for all of the actors that are out there, there's millions of actors that mm. didn't make it. But it doesn't mean that you should just give up. Um, no, no, you keep, you keep persevering. Yeah. 
Yeah. I think all you need is the TV show. If you get yourself on an EastEnders or a Coronation Street or an Emmerdale, that's obviously if that's if you want to do that. No, but that mate, trust me. Yeah. I've got um, yeah. I got a couple of friends, Leanne and Johnny. Um, if yeah. they're listening to this, they just started clapping when you said EastEnders. Um, <laughs> yeah, we always we always do little um, skits and shorts that yeah. we just send backwards and forwards to each other. The 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 ultimate dream would be um, EastEnders late. You know how they used to do Hollyoaks late with all yeah, the swearing. Yeah, that was good, man. Yeah, I want, uh, an e- imagine an EastEnders version where Phil Mitchell just comes in and he's like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" It, it just drives oh, it home a little bit more. But yeah. that would actually work because the Hollyoaks one they had that was actually tough. I remember we watched that and didn't it stop after the guy got raped? What the late version? No, no, no. Because they, they lived them quite recently. You're talking. You're. Um, are you talking I'm about? Back. Gary Lucy. Yeah, so I think he got raped because that I, was I, years ago. Yeah, yeah, must be years ago. Because that was good for me. I was like, we grew up on Hollyoaks. We used to watch Hollyoaks every day after after school, after college. It was part of the stable evening of at home after after school. You know, you watch Hollyoaks. You watch what was it? Countdown first, and then Hollyoaks <laughs> after. Countdown because I live with old people. Yeah, so you watch Countdown. Always uh, countdown was way in the way early in the afternoon, though. No, they used to have countdown in the evening time, man. Did they? Oh. Yeah, countdown. Maybe it's a long time. time. Yeah. Okay. And then after countdown, you'd have Hollyoaks, and after Hollyoaks, I think it was the, the news. Okay. Channel Four News. Oh. Yeah, Channel Four News, man. Come on, Eugene. Come on. Um, but yeah, I used <laughs> to watch that all the time, and Hollyoaks nighttime. That's back in, man. Absolutely back in. Couldn't be it. Could be it. Um, something else I've been getting on with uh, well, that people, listeners might have been, watchers might have heard about is the stock market, man. I don't know yeah, if you've so heard anything I'm, about yet. Yeah, so, no, I'm using an app on my phone because I, I, I was showing a friend the other day, my shares have gone up. So I went from, I think it's like 30 pounds or 40 pounds to 160 pounds in the space of like three nights. And I was like, decent. Uh, but God, um, there was a few things I invested in. Ocon. Yeah, okay. Arcon was one, uh, natural, was it natural blend or natural brand? I'd have to bring up the list. There was a few that I found. I somehow stumbled upon these different names of companies, searched online. I was like, okay, cool. The, to buy them, dirt cheap. But in terms of the industries that they are part of, there was one which was cannabis, one which was pharmaceuticals, and the other one I think was maybe all of gold. They're going to grow. They're going to build. So I was like, okay, just put some money in. Huh? I said, yeah, ultimately they will. Oh, yeah. So mm. I put the money in and I was like, okay, just give, I had a notion of give it maybe a couple of years, you'll start seeing some some dividends. It was less than a week. I was like, I got notification. It was Man. like, you're up to 160 pounds. I was like, wow. so I bought more shares in those companies. I'm just waiting to see what happens. But the stuff yeah. that's been going on, it's literally, I'm I mean, I've been, I've been in and around them for a while. Um, and I was, and, and I like, I mean, I, like to say I was in them. Is his battery run out? No, oh, no I'm still here. Oh, okay, I'm still here. My my phone. Just here. <laughs> I was I was going to say. So I was in stocks and shares before the, yeah. the GameStop debacle. Okay, so <laughs> listeners might know about the GameStop debacle, whereby a lot of Wall Street bankers um, were shorting it. So go and learn what shorting means. And yeah. there was a guy on Reddit. Um, that liked the stock and uh, he started talking about the stock on Reddit. 
So Reddit went from Wall Street Bets um, is the subreddit, and mm -hmm. it had, I think, about 2.4 million followers that would discuss uh, on a daily basis what stocks they were investing in. Um, they give it their full due diligence, breakdowns of the company, and I'm not a financial advisor, by the way, but I'm talking about all of this. Um, and they would say the likes. We're not financial advisors. We like the stock. Okay, so they were talking about game. So it picked up. So loads of retail investors started to bet against mm. it. Well, pay, buy the stocks, which then yeah. put the, the price up. Yeah. And all of the Wall Street hedge funds and, everything, and the likes were shorting it the other way. All of a sudden, they borrowed all of these stocks against um, Wall Street, against the brokers at, let's say, I think it was around $10 uh, at the time. Um, and it went all the way up to 400 so if you think that they're shorting a thousand stocks, yeah, yeah, at five dollars a piece, they can cover that and try and make a, a little bit of the difference. They went up to four hundred. So now you've got five thousand shares sitting at four hundred that you need to cover. Okay. So the hedge funds shit themselves. Of course, panic. Yeah, and we started seeing. Um, and again, it all goes hand in hand when you really know who's in control and who pulls the strings because mm. uh, the mainstream media started working with Wall Street to try and put people off the scent. And they yeah. were spreading fake news, fake, false information about what was happening with particular stocks and everything else. Now, mm. Wall Street bets went from 2.4 million to about 8.6 million um, new subscribers in the space of a week after this happening. So what you're finding now is there's a whole plethora of new retail investors thinking that there's a quick buck to make here um yeah. it all falls on the back of um cryptocurrency as well um yeah. so bitcoin i remember um i was at one of my friends hamish's house about six seven years ago um and he said you should invest in bitcoin so i downloaded the app um i was trying to link my uh, bank account and my national insurance number i think to the app in order to buy it, we were going out. The app yeah. hadn't downloaded. I said, fuck <laughs> it. Let's go. I leave it. Completely forgot about it. Now, yeah. I wasn't ever going to buy a whole Bitcoin because I think at the time it was worth about a thousand pounds. Yeah. About a thousand pounds. But I wasn't going to just sit there and buy a couple for two thousand um, pounds. Evidently, I didn't end up buying any. <laughs> but now, now it's worth um, thirty-eight thousand. Yeah, and the talk is that it's going to go up to a hundred thousand. So yeah, I think it's going to continue to grow. Saying, yeah, yeah. what you were saying about um, gold, um, cannabis, and everything else. I think we've now never has there been a greater opportunity to yeah. try and create some sort of wealth for your family unit. Normally wealth has been kind of like a generational thing where it's passed down and everybody gets a head start. So we are up against, um, up against it because the SEC and a lot of the uh, constitutions are trying to fight against retail investment at the moment, which is being dragged through the courts. Um, but they've had it like this for so long and they've been profiting from it. Companies have been going out of business. They've been earning, thriving. But now... Joe Bloggs wants to get involved. They're going to try and put all of these restrictions on it. Of course. Yeah, of course. One thing that it's made me realise is you never know what's around the corner. So investments into gold. Yeah. Um, cannabis is the next thing because that's obviously mm -hmm. 
it's only ever going to be uh, made legal in more and more places. Um, then you've got distribution facilities and all that sort of stuff. So electric vehicles as well. Yeah. Um, so I think we're rapidly seeing a massive change um, in the way that people can earn money. Um, thinking outside the box. Um, if you're clever enough enough to be able to read the markets and, and make yourself some some good money then then do so but it's um i'm involved in it um i'm opening up ices for the kids all that good stuff um for them to see how it develops and what they might have as an opportunity for themselves in the future but it's kind of like the one thing when we're at school um they don't teach you how to to get a mortgage they don't teach you how to do all of these good things um they teach you about um henry the eighth yep they don't teach you about mansa munza if anyone knows they don't teach you all the good stuff they teach you about slavery um henry the eighth's wives and all that shit and they don't teach you how to stand on your own two feet once you leave that institution no they don't um, well, it's funny you say that because i was talking to someone understand. about this the other day in terms of this is the time, obviously I don't have kids. So if I did have kids, I would probably be doing this, but this was the time that you use that time that you have with your child. They do their online sessions with their teacher and you book in an extra hour or two hours and you teach them the stuff that's going to help them grow. So savings, inflation, interest rates, mortgage. Then you teach them about history. Cause you know, we have black, as you said, black history, we have slavery. We were, way before that we had history so teach them the stuff you know or if you don't know you jump online you say hey i'll put it on the screen we'll watch youtube videos you'll learn i'll learn at the same time we'll learn about your history then you can then divulge this information to your friends and your friends parents so they understand about history and i think a lot of people miss the trick i think too many people were just too happy to to moan and bitch about uh, the schools being closed rather than seeing this as an opportunity to teach your child the foundations so that they don't have to waste their time going to university. And I, I put out there loosely, but I went to uni. I did a what four year course in marketing management. Yes, good course. But we learned from a textbook and most of the jobs that I would get from that degree are basic jobs. You know, I'd love to have learned about the, the, the property market or how to learn about the stock market, you know, stuff that's actually really going to give me some serious cash that I can then filter in to leave for my children. My children can then leave for the people thereafter. And we, mm -hmm. I don't feel like we've had that. You know, I've got debt above my head of what, 24 or 25,000 still to pay off from university. I haven't used, yeah, yeah, student debt. Yeah. We, we as students, especially my generation of students, we like, <clears throat> fuck that, man. It's just breeze. We're just going to let it just... We'll, we'll pay someone to in like there it is. five years. So, you know, that's it. That's the mentality. You just, you just, you see it above your head. You go, yeah, it's not really debt that I'm talking about. I don't even worry about that. That's cool. But that's it. You know, and I wish if I could go back again, as soon as I finished school at 16, I'd have worked. I'd got myself a job. I'd have made enough money that I could buy a property. With that property, I'd have used it as a platform to then look to buy more properties rather than at the age I am now, what, 33 turning 34, looking at properties now, kind of going, I'm way behind. You know, yes, I've lived, I've done so many different things, but in terms of where I would have been if I would have started from 16, I'd be in such a better position. And I yeah. think that's what the trick we're missing. No, 
It is. Um, there are different uh, subjects and topics that need to be introduced into the curriculum, but 100%. I think overriding, I mean, people often say that the reason that the school bell goes and the reason that you have to call everybody sir and, and miss is to get you conditions to office Working. life and yeah. factory life, yeah, working life. And that's my only worry with this whole mask situation at school I mentioned earlier, um, and separation and not allowed to come in contact with other pupils during lunchtime, is that are they now setting a precedent to try and condition the next generation for whatever's coming down the line? That's worst case scenario, okay? So I'm just, I'm not saying it's what I believe, I'm just saying it's a potentiality that you need to think about, but there's so much opportunity out there that, <clears throat> You always need to force the ask your teachers to teach you about certain topics and really try and emphasize the fact and get it onto the curriculum. So I know there's a lot of good work that's going in behind the scenes to, about black history and we need to teach people about X, Y, and Z and where we really come from. I mean, sitting in school, mm. I know, we're in England. I know, I understand that. I get that. Um, but I'm sitting on the school bench and I'm singing um, hymns out of the Christian Bible. Yeah. And I look left and there's a Sikh girl and I look right and there's a Muslim guy. And it's like, we're all sitting there singing it. And if we don't, we get in trouble. And it's mm. like, come on, man. Are we, you know? But that's not going to change, though. I think, for me, I think there's an opportunity, like you said, for a business or a, a corporation to set up proper educational platforms where you teach children about history. You, you teach them about where they originally come from. You teach the good, the bad, the ugly, all the proper information you don't get in school, and then you can probably charge the parents a fee. I'm sure there is an opportunity for that. It just depends on who's willing to put that together. No, yeah, there's, there's people that are willing to put it together. Um, it's just if they get the blockers put on them. That's um, true. That's you true. Know, it, are we supposed to be the way we are so we, we, that we just filter into the system and we're just another number? I don't know. It gets... Mm -hmm. It gets very deep when you think about it, but that's we go off on a tangent about that. And no, because it's, it's quite the reason why we go off on a tangent because you sit down and there's just so much that you could discuss about those topics to the point where I don't know because I've been going through that for the past couple of weeks. Part of my little mini depression, right? Where you kind of just sit down and think that the world is very unfair, you know, <laughs> very unfair on all levels, and it doesn't seem to be changing. To be honest, yes, we are getting a bit more awakened to what's going on but in terms of what's actually changing you know what is actually changing the curriculum is still the same the issues that we have in terms of race is still very much the same taking a knee at a football match what That's does it what do I was, about, I was just about to ask you um have you had any discussions with your brother uh, is he having to do that before a game um, uh he, no he has to do it before a game but i think he's of the mindset of no, no, actually, yeah, he's, he's similar to like Zaha in terms of the mindset, in terms yeah. of... So who does your brother play for now? Just tell the... Is that Scunthorpe? Scunthorpe United. Yeah. So Wilfred Zaha, so I, I saw the same thing as well. Yeah. Um, I think it was on the Judy podcast. Yeah. And he was talk He was saying that it's degrading uh, having to take a knee. And the reason I say... The reason I bring it up... Um, George, George Floyd. Yeah. Enlighten me. What, 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 what's happened there then? Because the Black Lives Matters movement was built off the... It wasn't built off the back of it. It had a resurgence off of the off back, the back of, it. of it. Yeah, no, 100%. Um, it's, 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 now it's, 
Yeah. Yeah, but do you know why it's died? It's died a horrible death because there are powers of B or powers at B who have made sure that it went and then rapidly crashed. And they made it crash by highlighting the Black Lives Matter organization. Then also talking about, oh, it's, it's in America. It, it's nothing to do with us over here. We're slightly different. And then thirdly, they were then pushing out this narrative that he was holding a gun to his his ex-partner's belly, he was a criminal, he was dodgy, he had drugs in his system. And once that information is put out into the mainstream, you then have no disrespect to people up north, but there are some simple folk up north and they run with those narratives. And those narratives become bigger than what you've actually seen on screen. And that's where we're at with that. Because I, 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 I heard um, they was on LBC, back to LBC again, and they were talking about the statue, not statue, it was a, a monument that they put together, George Floyd Monument. And some boys, I think it's two white boys, peed and destroyed the monument. I read the comment section of that article and people were saying, oh, yes, yeah, good, they did that. They should have done something for Lee Rigby. How come they put this guy, he's a criminal? And that's the narrative that's pushed. So for yeah. me... I don't know. I, I, I sit down and I hope that things will get better. I, I do hope. I sound like a good Christian boy here. But all I can really see is that any time that stuff like that comes forth to, to get people to understand that racism is, is, a, is a big problem, it, it's real, it's consistently shut down and consistently shut down. I've watched a few programs on TV, BBC iPlayer. Michael Richards had one where he went, back into where he, he grew up and he was talking about racism that he used to get playing at Man City and playing at Villa and a few other clubs. And then I also watched the Anton Verdinand stuff and that was good. And that really shocked me because I didn't even know that story too tough, you know, in terms of what I heard in the media was very much that he made it up. Uh, John Terry never said that. John Terry's got his black friends. It's all cool. But then when you watch that, he didn't even hear what John Terry said. Someone else had to tell him what the man said. Then other people verified it. The TV companies verified it. And still it went to court and it was found that it's okay. It's no problem. That's no one got Because he was the England captain, mate. Mate, do you know what I'm saying? When That's you have stuff like that, you then sit down and realise even more, you can't win. You know, you just can't um, win. I think the guy also slept with Wayne Bridges' wife. Of so course he did. If he wants any argument about what sort of character he is... Yeah, he's yeah. not a good one. You don't have to really look too far to try and work out what sort of guy he is and who is and isn't telling the truth. Yeah. But, um, yeah. And again, so they've, they've they've made everybody take the knee. Yep. Um, there are counter-arguments against why people don't want to take the knee. But then my worry is that those people that decide against it will now be victimised for not doing it, even though their reasoning for not doing it is also supported by the culture as well. Yeah. So they're not no, been afforded the opportunity to explain the reasons why they won't take the knee. They're just finger pointed. And the vast majority of it is, is kind of, it will be people that don't necessarily understand the struggle yeah. are the ones that will be shouting at people for not taking the knee. And it's kind of like, but I am in the struggle and I don't want to take the knee. So I'm just, I'm fearful that it, again, it just causes so much confusion and division I'm kind it's of education, like, though. It's, it's education. education. Yeah, it's education. The, the issue is education. If education was more on point to all the stuff that happened to the people in India, the black people in, 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 in Africa and stuff, it would be different. Because people don't have the education, they see either people taking a knee 
or don't take in the knee or not take in the knee and kind of go, oh, yeah, there's people, you know, it's, it's got too much. Someone died in America. It's nothing to us. It's got too much. Not realizing that if you sat down and listened to all the stuff that happened, the the stuff with slavery, the the racism that happens in work, you would sit down and kind of go, I get this. I understand what's happening. But because we don't have the education levels and we don't have people understanding what's going on, you then kind of think, why is he taking a knee for? I don't, I don't really get it, you know, because John Barnes came out, John Barnes, Les Verdant came out and they said they're not taking a knee. But then if you listen to the whole of their story of why they're not taking it, then you'd be more upskilled uh, up in, in terms of the reasons why. The reason why John Barnes said, no, I'm not taking it is because it doesn't change anything. Les Ferdinand said the same. It doesn't change anything. So if you do understand that, bring that person in, sit down with him, explain to him, okay, I want to see how we can move things forward. Tell me, share me your ideas on how we can move things forward. They haven't done that. Uh, you know, they haven't yeah. done it. I've not seen anyone do that as of yet. Especially in football. I mean, I, um, I, I was played a joke. in <laughs> Belgium when I was 16 um, yeah. in a tournament. And I had bananas thrown at me when I was on the pitch. Yeah. And I was 16. I didn't react. We kicked the bananas off the pitch. I scored two goals in the final. Now, when I scored one of the goals, I ran past the the stadium and I had my arms up and I was celebrating. I don't care. You know what I mean? Throw a banana at me, whatever, mate. Um, But my point is, I was 16. Yeah. I'm now 39. And we're still talking about the same old shit mm-hmm. in football, right? Forget the, the outside of football and, and the wider conversation because it's, it's quite prevalent <coughs> that it happens in football, okay? And it happens on telly. And you can see people saying certain things yeah, on telly. You can read them. It's easy, right? Why, why is it still happening? You know, why are these people not being drawn out and because the and, punishment is not strong enough, and it's, it's the punishment. Wait, one side is the punishment. Punishment is not strong enough, and then the other side is there's no punishment. Ian Wright had issues just the other other day. There was a boy yeah. saying racist stuff yeah. to him. He he challenged the guy, brought it up. They then went to court, and it was nothing happened thereafter. So for me, I said to you, and it goes back to the other podcast. We are fucked, but it is very much that there is a plan. It's by design. And that things will never change. Look, how can we be, as you said, from the time you were playing in Belgium, 16 or 17, to now, we still don't have any black managers in top flight Premier League football, other than we had, what, Chris Hewton as a kind of a caretaker manager at Newcastle. And then that's about it. That's it. You know, you've got guys like Frank Lampard can leave football playing and get a job at Derby, straight from Derby to Chelsea. You've got Steven Gerrard top job Rangers. You can't see Paul Lintz get a top job anywhere in the Prem. You can't see any of those other guys. So Campbell, Jesus Christ, Sol Campbell was playing um, top fly football for Arsenal, Tottenham, England captain, manager of South End. You know, his career should have given him a platform where you could be a premiership manager. No chance. Yeah. yeah. You know, Roy Keane can come out of, of football and get a proper proper team, top flight team. So for me, until those change, until we even get black players who then go up into the FA, we're not going to see any change. Racing will not be understood. I said, um, I, th- I, th- I think I'll finish on this, but I said to some of my boys the other day, it's kind of akin to the music industry when we look at football, because yep. 
I remember when I was um, having conversations um, about getting signed when I was when we were doing music back in the day, and the guy at the time who would have been our manager was saying, "Look, you look great. Yeah. You sound great. You're lovely guys, but I, people aren't ready for you." And in another, basically, what he was saying is, "You're black. Yeah, and you won't sell." Okay. Then it took uh, so solid, right? So, so yeah, with their uh, big up, them, the man, them, big to come time. through with all of their 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 business minds, their work yeah. ethic, yeah, um, their street knowledge and everything else that that comes with it to force break through that ceiling Brilliant. and allow everybody else to come streaming through, and mm. we now have people that have grown from that that are now my age and we are now at boardroom, boardroom level. Okay, so we are now making the decisions to bring these younger cult black cultures, Asian ethnic cultures through and enjoy their music. And guess what? It sells. Yeah, people if you love it. They're lapping it up. They're taking it on board. But it's taken for us to get into those positions of power to be able to change the game. And then you see people like Skepta yeah. that go out on their own and they're independent and they make money for themselves. They make money for their communities and then they bring through their own people. Um, it's going to take that in, in the football world, I believe, where we get people into positions of power that will be able to dictate what happens and actually have some sort of overriding rule on what a rule should be and what a punishment should be. Um, because at the moment, we're being told a, a punishment is being dished out by somebody that's not from our community. Yeah. And then our community are then turning around and saying, well, that's, that's a pathetic punishment. And then we go on to the next game where another player gets racially abused and, and, and nothing happens again. And then they say at the end of the month, okay, we're all going to wear a t-shirt um, that says, kick it out. Yeah. And, it's, and it's like, that it might, it might, you know what? It might change. It might get better. And the reason why I say that off the back of, you, you know, the TV show, Loose Women. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Four crusty old white women talking about young people's stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So for years, I remember watching that show. As a PT, you watch daytime TV because your sessions are so mashed up. Recently, I, I found they have an all-black cast of women. Four black women. And I'm sitting there going, bloody hell, I, I thought I'd never see that. You know, the people that are their audience are, what, 80, 70, white, uh, middle class to, to lower class, who are now watching four black women talk about hair products, talk about singing, culture, West Indies. So if we're getting progress on that front, fingers crossed, we might get progress in terms of the football. Long may it continue, man. Long may I it continue. So. Um, I, just, I don't want it to be uh, a box ticking exercise um, where, whereby they, they introduce us to all of these things, but they don't act on them, you know? It's yeah, true, even true. just by that loose women thing there, by having those people on there, you're going to get people. I've had it said to me before. <laughs> you're all right. As if to insinuate that he's not. Oh, you're different. You know? Yeah, man. Yeah, exactly. Come on. Come on. guy's not all right, but no. you're all right. And I'm like, okay, I, I've, got on, that. I, I've got that for the past 20 years where people go, <laughs> You know what? You sound so different there. You sound, you sound all right. But that other guy, and I'm kind of going, that other guy's my cousin. You know, we've played football for, together for years. We're the same brothers. Um, so if I'm not cool and he's not cool, then that's how it works. But if he's cool and I'm cool, we get through. So I don't really know, man. I don't know. I'm hoping that 
we'll we'll get there. I'm hoping. I'm positive. I'm mumbling words at the moment. I'm excited. You guys have uplifted my mood from my uh, <laughs> depressive states. I feel like I'm not going to hang myself off the bridge tomorrow. I feel like I might wake up tomorrow, do push-ups and sit-ups and say, yeah, buddy. So we're all good. We're all good. But yeah, I think we'll close on that, cool. man. Um, <laughs> good, good for the catch-up, guys. And, and, and I just urge everybody, eat healthily, get plenty of fluids, get some sunlight, get some fresh air. Don't watch the news. That's me. That's me. Huge, you're gonna sign off. What? What? Like what I have to say? Or <laughs> I don't know. Uh, what can I sign off with? Yeah, just do what you do. Like, just do, just do what you're passionate for, and yeah, that's it. I guess. All right. Well, I'll sign off. Well, as as All part right. of the body team. I want to say, yeah, buddy, to everyone. As Johnny said, stay healthy, eat well, drink fluids. Eugene said, just stay positive. And for myself, just keep doing what you're doing. Things will get better. And as long as we keep pushing forward as, as a united front, we'll get there. That's as always. Yeah, buddy. I'll hit you boys up.